you're listening to the Davenport Junior Theater Podcast. Welcome back to the Davenport Junior Theater Podcast, the podcast where we explore the past, understand the present, and dream of the future. Today we have Sarah Toll, who is kindly taking time out of her lunch break while her second graders are at recess to be on the podcast. So thanks for that, Sarah. Oh, absolutely. So can you tell me a little bit about who you are and what you do? Sure. So my name is Sarah Toll. Um, just recently got married this past summer in August. So I used to be Sarah McCraw when I spent time at junior theater. I was Sarah McCraw. I teach second grade at Bosqueville Elementary School in Bosqueville, Wisconsin. I have been at Bosqueville for four years now. I graduated from UW Platteville um, in Platteville, Wisconsin in 2017. And when I graduated, I had, oh my gosh, I was a double major and a minor in elementary education and early childhood and then also fine arts. Couldn't let it go, (laughs) even when I went off to college. What years were you involved in junior theater and how did you get involved there? I started when I was eight and then I, no, I didn't even leave when I was 18 because I stuck around for all of the summers. So let's say 2003. Mm-hmm. Um, to 20, I think 2016 was the last time I spent a summer doing camps there. Um, I started off taking just acting classes and then I eventually was on the main stage doing main stage productions. And then, um, during the summers, I was a counselor for the day camp. We called it drama day camp. Mm-hmm. It's no longer called drama day camp. But that's what we called it back in the day. Um, and then, um, oh gosh, yeah, I was a counselor. I did teen acting camp for a summer. That was really fun. And then there was one summer where I was, um, me and three of my other friends who are also junior theater alumni, um, we were camp leaders. So we got to create our own camps and run our own get, um, day camps for a summer. I want to say that was either 2015 or 2016. So that was a really cool opportunity. Um, yeah. So yeah, so pretty much most of my life <laughs> I was involved at JT. Do you have a favorite main stage show that you were in? Oh gosh. Um, probably a tie between Alice in Wonderland and um, which was when I was a junior in high school. And then my senior show was Robin Hood. Mm. So probably one of those two shows because I was old enough to actually be good. (laughs) So do you have a favorite backstage or on stage mishap, something that went wrong either during a performance or a rehearsal? Oh my gosh. Yeah. When we were doing Snoopy the Musical Mm -hmm. way, way, way long ago, Mm-hmm. Um, I had a moment, I was Peppermint Patty and I had a moment okay. on stage with Zach Meyer, who is yep. still at yep. the theater. <laughs> he was Charlie Brown. And it was the scene where we were sitting on stage with the tree in the middle of us. Oh, was it before Poor Sweet Baby? Yes. Yep. Okay. Exactly. And we're sitting there and we're having our little moment and we're both leaned back and our hands touched at the same time. And it was, I want to say it was a dress rehearsal because we were in costume, I'm pretty sure. And our hands touched and I had this like, oh my gosh, our hands are touching moment. And I remember the director, um, Cindy Smizer, like 
she lost it. She was laughing so hard from the audience because it was completely, you know, in character, um, mm-hmm. unscripted. Um, and I remember her telling me that like, that was one of the funniest moments she has ever seen in the rehearsal. And it was just by accident. And you should ask Zach about it. I'm sure he'll remember. Yeah, I will. I'll have to ask him about that. <laughs> we both like reacted to it and it was funny, but so yeah, it was during a rehearsal. I also had a really fun time doing, um, speed through rehearsals. Mm-hmm. Um, once we got, you know, really comfortable with the script, I have really good memories of us like speeding through a show for fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so just like stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, those are great. So you talked a little bit about you did, you know, you were in classes and you did the day camps. Do you have a favorite thing you did while you were at junior theater, either a favorite class or a favorite position you held or anything like that? Um, I was one of, I was within like the first group of, um, junior staffers to be hired on once mm-hmm. Daniel Sheridan, um, was hired on as artistic director. I was the props manager. And so in addition to taking classes, I was also gathering the props and making props for the, um, for the final, oh my gosh, I can't remember what they're called. The final production at the end of a class session. Uh-huh. The, um, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. The final thing. So I loved, loved making props and finding props and having my own. I mean, I had the whole, you know, bottom level of Cottage 14 at the time to myself. And it was my like props domain. Um, I remember I had to make a giant Hershey's chocolate bar for someone's show. And it ended up being like this big and it had a huge bite taken out of it. And I made it all with like cardboard and construction paper and foil and but it was you know it was something that I made and I was so proud mm-hmm. of it so yeah definitely working for uh working as a junior staffer that was really fun that's awesome so you talked a little bit about you know you went to UW Platteville after after junior theater so what impact do you think junior theater had on that path that you took after high school well I went into I started at UW Platteville just with a theater minor uh, just taking theater classes for fun, honestly, because I I had been so involved in theater my whole life. I wasn't ready to give it up yet, even though I had graduated from high school and moved on and everything. I mean, it was, I had, like I said, I had spent the better half of my life doing children's theater and being involved mm-hmm. in theater in some, you know, some capacity. And so it was, it was a really easy decision to just, you know, I'm going to add another minor and it's going to be theater and I'm going to have fun with it. And then as my collegiate career progressed, I became more and more involved in the theater department at Platteville to the point where I ended up double, I ended up making my theater minor into another major. Mm -hmm. And so by the time I graduated, I was able to graduate with a fine arts degree, but everything that I, everything that I learned about theater um, from junior theater, just, you know, like how to how to behave during rehearsals, um, how to take a note the right way, you know, making mm-hmm. bold choices and all of that sort of stuff, um, how to interact with castmates and, um, you know, people in charge. All of those lessons I learned from junior theater, I was able to, you know, use <laughs> once I got to the collegiate level of theater. And I think it just gave me kind of like a different edge um, mm-hmm. in comparison to everyone else that I was working with. 
because a lot of the people I was working with had done um, high school theater. Yeah. And I'm not, you know, I'm not digging on high school theater or anything like that, <laughs> but it's a whole other type of theater. I should have shut my door. Sorry. It's, it's a whole okay. other type of theater when you're at junior theater um, versus like a high school or like a middle school theater. It's, mm-hmm. I mean, it's basically like professional level theater, but with kids. Right. So all of these expectations, um, you know, to to be a certain way and act a certain way and behave a certain way to carry yourself, present mm-hmm. yourself, in addition to like the amazing costumes, the amazing sets, tech, lights, all of it, you know, it's it's almost professional level. And so I think that coming from a, a children's theater like that to a mm-hmm. collegiate theater, um, it definitely helped me, you know, prepare myself for like this is what real theater looks like oh I've been here I've done this you know so it definitely helped prepare me and I also worked with kids through I mean I started as a counselor when I was 14 I was a teacher's assistant or I was an assistant and then I became a counselor once I was old enough Mm -hmm. and so even working with kids in the summers at camp that was like one of the main reasons why I decided to become a teacher down the road was because I had spent my summers working with kids and being in charge of kids so not only did junior theater like help me, you know, um, want to stick with theater and pursue theater later on in life, but it also gave me my career path um, mm-hmm. when, yeah, for elementary education. So, yeah. How do you think your degrees in elementary ed and theater go hand in hand? They are one in the same. <laughs> I mean, I'm here. <clears throat> I'm here with my, you know, I've got 10 kids in person right now this year. And I am performing all day long, all the time. <laughs> and I, I even tell my, my students that, that, you know, being a teacher is very similar to being an actor or an actress and performing because I have, you know, I have a script, I have things I'm supposed to tell you, or I have a story to tell you or something like that. And I'm standing up in front of you and I'm, you know, projecting and I'm, you know, using my my loud voice that I acquired from junior theater um, and all of that sort of stuff. So they, I think they definitely go hand in hand um, when it comes to stuff like that, but also just like self-confidence and having, mm-hmm. having the confidence in myself to stand in front of 10 children because kids are, they're a tough crowd. <laughs> Let yeah. me tell you, kids are a tough crowd. They're very honest. And so um, thankfully I have that self-confidence to stand in front of them and not be afraid of what they'll say to me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, also having that self-confidence to get on stage and, and perform and whatnot. So I, sometimes I don't even consider them separate. I just kind of consider them or consider both of my degrees. Like, you know, I, I pursued two different degrees, but the outcome is the same no matter where I am. Yeah. So in addition to teaching second grade, you also lead a high school theater club, right? Yes. So my district um, is within the same district up at the high school. We actually just started rehearsals for our uh, spring play that we're doing. We got approved to do a play this year, which we were all very, very excited about. It's Mm -hmm. short and sweet. We only have about eight kids. Um, It'll all be socially distant. You know, we'll wear our masks and everything. 
Um, but yeah, we just started rehearsals this week, which is super exciting. So myself and the band teacher up at the high school um, who was involved in high school theater when he was younger, we have been, this is our fourth show that we've put on together. Um, and we kind of, you know, co-team, co-lead. Mm-hmm. Um, he focuses more on the rehearsals. I focus more on the technical aspects, costumes, um, set, you know, all of that sort of stuff. Um, but yeah, so it's been really fun. And now that it's our fourth year, we've got kids, you know, we have kids that mm-hmm. were freshmen that are now seniors and we've mm-hmm. gotten to know them and we spent, you know, spent a lot of time with them rehearsing and, yeah. and whatnot. So yeah, it, it's, uh, <clears throat> it's definitely like the highlight. I mean, of course I love my students and I love mm-hmm. teaching, um, at the elementary school, but it's like the highlight of my year mm-hmm. getting to go up to the high school and spend time with kids who are a little bit older, a little bit more mature, um, and just teach them theater. You know, this is how you move across the space. This is how you um, present yourself as a new character. This is what I mean when I say down left or down mm-hmm. right or center stage or all of that kind of stuff, which is all things that I learned at junior theater. Right. <laughs> which is awesome. So yeah, I use a lot of things that I learned from my directors, like um, Cindy Smizer, Jessica Sheridan, Daniel Sheridan, mm-hmm. um, Kim Furness, like all of those people who directed me, I use stuff that I learned from them when I am now directing my high school kids. Yeah. So you feel like you use your DJT skills that you developed on a day-to-day basis? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I said self-confidence earlier, uh, communication, you know, um, just being able to communicate what I'm, you know, or just communicate with another human being. I learned Mm -hmm. that at junior theater, you know, presentational stuff, presenting myself, um, you know, this is me, this is who I am, all of that kind of stuff. Time management, organizational skills, although if you looked at my desk right now, you would not think I'm organized, but (laughs) I am. (laughs) Yeah, like I said, time management, organization, multitasking, these are all things that I learned um, while doing, you know, main stage shows, especially Mm -hmm. at JT, and I definitely use them every single day. I also am still... I, I still have maintained relationships that I've made at junior theater to this day mm-hmm. with um, people. And so just to still have those relationships and to still have those connections with people, even 10 years later, mm-hmm. um, is something really special to me. In addition to all of the other, you know, things that I learned. Yeah, definitely. So do you have any hidden hobbies or talents or passions that your students might not know about you? Oh, or maybe gosh. some they do know. I'm pretty open and honest about myself. I want them to know that I'm an actual human being mm-hmm. and I'm not this like weird, like, you know, figure who's just a mystery and spends 40 hours a week with them, but they don't know anything about me. They probably don't know that I enjoy singing. I was in school, choir, middle school, high school, and college. Um, so that's not really something I share with them because they're second graders and they're going to be like, oh my gosh, sing for us. Yeah. And I'm like, no, <laughs> not like, no, thank you. Um, but I play a lot of music in class and every once in a while I'll be singing along and one of them will be like, can you sing? And I'm like, no, no, I can't. <laughs> it's easier. But yeah. So probably, probably singing. 
which I miss so much. I miss being in a choir and being involved in, in that kind of stuff since I graduated from college. That's probably it as far as like okay. hidden things. Cause like mm -hmm. I said, I'm really honest with them. They know a lot about me and they remember everything. And I forget what yeah. I've told them. So every once in a while, one of them will remind me of something. And I'm like, I didn't realize I told you that, but okay, <laughs> whatever you say. If you could have lunch with anyone throughout history, who would it be and why? Oh, God. Harriet Tubman. It's probably a very generic answer. Um, but I would, I would just want to know her story and how she, um, you know, came to, uh, to be who she was. Mm -hmm. I always like, I always, I always think it's interesting to, you know, learn about how people became who they were versus mm -hmm. just like who they were when they were famous, because everyone knows Harriet Tubman, you know, she, um, ran the underground or she was a part of the underground railroad and she helped free a lot of slaves but like how did she get to that point right like what happened in her childhood that made her you know the way that she was so those would be the type of questions that I would ask her if I could have a lunch with her that'd be so cool oh my gosh that's a good question yeah. thanks so it sounds like your students are coming back so I'll morph the last few questions into one question why are programs like DJT important to support and what advice would you give to a current DJT kid Um, programs like, um, JT are so important for so many reasons. I mean, that's like, I don't even know if I could even, you know, accurately <laughs> put to words. I mean, it, it, I think the most important thing that a program like JT does is that it gives back to the community mm -hmm. that gives to it. So, you know, you, you go and you're a part of the community or you're a part of the program and then you become an alumni like me who still supports the program. So it's like this never ending cycle of kids who are there and kids who graduate, but still support and all of that kind of stuff. But it gives back to the community and it gives mm -hmm. the community of Davenport and the Quad Cities and even the surrounding area um, just something new and something different because the whole idea of theater for kids by kids is amazing. The fact mm -hmm. that you're sitting in the audience and you're watching kids that are younger than you get up in full costume and makeup after weeks of rehearsal and do a performance. And it's incredible. It's amazing. And I think that people don't, people don't realize how much you can actually learn from a program like JT unless until they're in the program or they're mm -hmm. past the program like me. I mean, life skills, you know, how to make friends, how to keep friends, how to deal with, you know, the challenges in life um, and all of those sort of things. Like, like you learn these type of things at a program like JT, in addition to theater and all of that sort of stuff. So it's not just, I think to me, JT is more than just theater. It's, you know, kids supporting kids and adults supporting adults and kids supporting adults and adults supporting kids. And we're all, you know, you're a team and you become this family and you're so close with the people that you spend time with there. And, you know, you just never, you never forget. <laughs> I, I have moments in my, you know, in my like past memories of being on stage and, you know, the light hits your face and you feel absolutely invincible. Mm -hmm. And for like 
a 12 year old kid, a 12 year old girl (laughs) to feel invincible. I mean, that's amazing. And so those type of programs seriously need to be supported, not only by the people who are involved in them, but by parents and grandparents of the kids, um, fellow businesses in the community. Um, They just, you know, it's so important. And it's so important for the kids that are involved to have JT. And um, as far as giving advice (laughs) to a current JT student, I would just tell them, just stick with it as long as you can. (laughs) Even after you graduate high school, come back for camps, come back and volunteer, um, you know, come back and, and volunteer your time you know, to be in the lobby and pass out programs and, you know, spend as much time as you can there and learn as much as you can while you are there. Soak up everything, take every opportunity, make every single choice as big as you possibly can. Um, Because you don't always, you know, things come to an end and, (laughs) you know, you grow up and you become an adult and that's great (laughs) and all. But the time that, um, that you have at junior theater is so special. And yeah, just don't waste it. Don't take any of it for granted. That would be my advice to a current JT student. Awesome. Well, thank you so much again for taking the time to talk to me. I hope you have a great rest of your day with your second graders. Yeah, we'll see. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. Of course. Have a great day. This has been the Davenport Junior Theater Podcast. Thanks for listening.